You got to get serious and get into this battle. And what we're watching happening in the governments and the earth and everything is the type and shadow of what's going to happen in the kingdom. Don't mess with us. Don't mess with our kids no more. We're not playing this game. There's so much destruction that's going on with these people. We really need to stand up. See, the Lord has given us the authority to break the yokes. And it's time that the church gets out of the four walls and gets in the streets and starts talking Jesus. Jesus, Amen. Blessings. We just want to welcome all our viewers out there at the VOH News worldwide. I mean, um, we're in another week here of the uh, reawakening conferences in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And I know many of you are excited about things that are going on. We get the emails, we get the phone calls, uh, many questions we get asked about, you know, what's happening with this and that and and. and just in our first days, so many questions have been answered by so many different fields of expertise, whether in medical, science, political. I mean, you can see that there is a momentum that's happening that I'm watching, I'm excited about, that I didn't see when we started almost a year ago. Um, it's like the Lord has mobilized his army. And I'm here with two very special people, uh, Velna Ruth, she is with the Christian Leadership Council, where basically this is, uh, unions are just coming together, pulling pastors together for what? Um, so thank you so much for welcoming us. Um, essentially, the Christian Leadership Council provides an opportunity for pastors to join in fellowship together yes. um, and to develop local partnerships, um, whether it's with their um, constituencies, law enforcement, the schools, um, the children who need advocacy, the local nonprofits, um, and legislators. Yes. So it's an opportunity to open the doors of the church um, because, as we know, Jesus did most of his work out in the field. Amen. And, um, you know, church is a home. But sometimes we can't stay at home forever. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Well, I, I do believe, Velma, that, that we need some evangelism in the church right now. And what I see is God, I see an awakening happening in the church for the things that are unfolding right now in our country. Are you seeing the same thing? Um, yes. So essentially what's happening is that the the communities are that are coming together to save our countries, whether it's for health freedom or educational freedom and election integrity, the ever all these leaders are just they're devout Christian yes. and they're not shy about it. And they're joining together in fellowship in their local communities and they're yeah. seeking leadership and they're seeking unity. And so um, right now the base is so solidified. They're ready for leadership. They're ready yeah. to engage with the pastors. You know, it's interesting that you're what you're seeing because I would have never thought that we would see things where they're at now and how God is using this to bring people of prayer together, to bring intercessors. Uh, to bring pastors from different denominations together to work for one common good. And, and to find out who the real shepherds are and who, who the, the sheeps, the, the counterfeits are. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, big, and what's happening is that even it's even very nonpartisan because it's very much about faith. And people are seeing the forest from the trees. They're seeing who they can trust. They're seeing, you know, who's following God's path, who's following the teachings of Jesus Christ. And when they see otherwise, they just immediately know, wait a minute, this is not the way. And they just want to find that fellowship. Yeah, I, I see a lot of shifting in that. We're also here with Pastor Rudy Escada. He's with the Voice of Healing Ministries. 
left California and hundreds of churches he was working with to come down to the voice of Healy and, 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 and do real work. <laughs> Pastor Rudy, it's good to have you, brother. Thank you. It's good, it's good to be here. So, so you were just in one of these meetings with the Christian Leadership Council, and and what did you see happening there? I was looking at the pastors, and one of the things that I could discern is was they're looking for leaders. She confirmed it. They're looking for leaders, not leaders that are doubting on what they're going to say or what they're saying, but leaders who know truth aren't afraid to speak truth and aren't afraid to back up the truth by with action. Amen. We know faith without action is dead. Amen. We can believe all we want, we can speak all we want, but if they don't back it up with it, nothing's going to happen. Amen. And as they were talking and as we were uh, listening to each one of the messages and the pastor speaking, one of the things that we sense and that I sense that, that, that uh, is going on is um, and we spoke about it, you and I have spoken about it before, in the ministry is the spirit of fear. Yeah. Spirit of fear has overtaken this country from the moment the pandemic was loosened. There's yes. a plan from the enemy. Yeah. The enemy knows if you can inject fear in the church, fear mm -hmm. in the leaders of the church, fear in the pastors, yes. he won the battle. But it's not that way because the, the Lord not only won the battle today, we won the war. The pastors understood. They joined together. Yeah. They became one. You know, one of the things I I see, and one of the things I see help uh, that the church needs help in is vision. The Bible says uh, a people without vision will perish. You know, and I realize that, you know, the Christian Leadership Council is trying to bring a vision to the body of Christ. And that vision has to already, you know, the Lord will always raise up those people with the same vision in order to declare that word, in order to bring it forward. And, and I, I believe Pastor Rudy is one of those people that have vision. You know, we've been talking about pretty much your agenda in, in getting people to the table, pastors, because we, it, it, once the church comes together, it's the largest voting block in the United States. There's nothing bigger than that voting block. And it's time for people to, to quit believing lies and, and the pastors to stand up and say, hey, we got to fix this problem, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think one of the strongest things that came out, I think, at the end of the summit today, the Gideon's 300 Pastor Summit, was that, you know, that we all um, partnered together on, um, was that you have to dissolve your fear. Mm. And and even as we were talking afterwards, that when God is speaking to you and when you're called to do something and have faith in that, because God is going to connect you with someone or someones who are going to help you along your way because it's going to be mutually beneficial and the positive impacts are just going to be exponential. And that's really what it's about. So when we're doing outreach and we're connecting people to each other, connecting pastors to each other, connecting communities with each other, it's empowering. And the other yes. side doesn't yes. want that. They don't want us to be empowered. They want us to be silenced and separate. Yes. But, you know, especially with technology today and the, the strong audiences, strong faith audiences that are feeling comfortable at home and, you know, and feeling the spirit at home. Yeah. It's, I mean, this is the perfect time. So much is lost in translation within God's word. It's surprising how much is misunderstood, even simple word definitions. 
In his book, Access Behind the Veil, Apostle Michael Petro explains that beyond the veil lies the original intention of God's plan to restore creation through his people. When the Lord gives us access behind the veil, we begin to understand the mysteries of the kingdom and our calling as a royal priesthood. Apostle Michael Petro writes about deciphering the Torah from the Hebrew language and recognizing God's language of mysteries, secrets, and parables within the scripture. It's time to step behind the veil and see the coming glory. Access Behind the Veil, The Coming Glory by Apostle Michael Petro. Available now on our website, voh.church. Yeah, you know, Velma, you're, you're right. It's like, you know, a people that are separated that there's no power, but people that are in, in agreement. The Bible says we're two or three are in agreement. In my name, I'm amongst them, right? There has to be an agreement in order to fulfill the plan. And like he said, well, the word of God says he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power. That's right. We must initiate that power. They were, they were talking about something, and it got me thinking, because when they had the board or the round table, they had a round table with pastors, and these pastors were being asked questions, and they touched these topics. And one of them that really moved me, that touched me, that had me speak up was when they said, um, what do you think? As a pastor, should a pastor use the pulpit for a political means and for a biblical means? Yep. And a lot of them are not using it that way. They're afraid to speak government, but they don't understand that we are the government. We're yes. the kingdom government. We've been called to walk in that authority. And they were responding and they were saying, well, the 501c3. They're saying, well, if I want C3, if I do something, then they'll do this back. If, if I try to say this, then they'll say that. Not understanding that they don't need to be under the 501 C3. If, if I'm wrong, you can correct me. But I'm thinking, and I know we talked about it, that the 501 C3 is eventually going to have a governmental domain over ministries, over church. And it's going to try to control them, which is what they're doing now. Well... The 501c3, which is really was set up for businesses, it really was never set up for the church. Actually, just recently in the state of Virginia, um, in the state of Virginia, I think maybe in the last six years, they let churches have a 501c3. So um, I, we talked to IRS guys and they say the 501c3 is not for churches. It's for businesses, right? But that's the catch. Soon as you, as a church, take... Uh, receive a 501c3 and, and charter yourself as that, then you're under government control. You may as well, you may as well quit being a pastor because the, 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 there's, no the, the, there's, well, not just no freedom, you've subjected yourself under somebody other than Jesus, right? And in the Constitution, it already wrote for the church. And uh, we already have a corporation that's, that's better than the 501c3. Even the IRS will tell you that. Why do you want to be a 501c3? You can be a religious organization and, and we can't even look at you. And so that was the actual separation of church and state. It was that the state would not be in the, in the, in the church's affairs. But the 501c3 has opened that door. And it's time to just 
So go back, cancel those 501c3s, and get back to the original mandates that were given, not only under the Constitution, but the original uh, laws of our country. To support, to support both, of what, both of what you're saying, um, the idea of a 501c3 is just about how the money is spent. Mm -hmm. And you can have a business and spend money and be transparent and be supportive of your communities with it, right? And so, but what's been happening, again, to support your points, is that the 501c3 has been weaponized. Yeah. So you have county officials, you have the IRS, who are targeting certain institutions, religious institutions, that are exercising their freedoms through 501c3. But if you are not in political alignment with them, you know, so for there's a lot of churches, for example, in D.C. that are highly political. They've had Obama so many times as a guest speaker, yeah. you know, and but they don't they're not under threat. Whereas President Trump couldn't go to certain you know churches without having their 501c3 status threatened. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's an interesting battle that we're in right now. And but it's it's time for us to win this thing and, right. and get to the next level. So, Rudy, what do you see happening? Uh, you know, in these meetings where Velma is, you know, God's using her to bring these pastors together and yes. and work together. What do you? What did you see by being in that first meeting? Uh, I, I saw that there was it was the point of an arrow being latched that is breaking through, and it had to be and it had to be done. Someone had to do it. Someone had to say, "I'm going to bring the government of God." into the government of this nation, That's right. into Amen. a political agenda. And with that saying, uh, you were speaking about what you were saying, and I was bringing to mind the, the problem that they're not doing this and they're not uh, moving forward because of the lack of information. Yeah. And then the Hispanic pastors are one of those areas. As, as I'm with Voice of Healing, my wife and I, you know, with, with the Voz de Sanidad, mm wanting to reach the Hispanic pastors. And it really broke my heart. It really hurt me to be there. And I even mentioned it. She even looked at me. I, I even said, I said, you know, it really hurts me to see that I'm the only Hispanic pastor that is right now to the end in this meeting. And where they at? Has the church itself even put up its own walls? We say we're not racist and we say we want unity, but have we separated ourselves? Yeah. That needs to come down, and it did because we had a time of prayer that was powerful. And the Amen. Lord spoke to all of us. He He declared it, and they came forward. There was repentance declared. There was forgiveness for not understanding, the forgiveness for each other, and just saying, "I don't want these walls." Because afterwards, it was confirmation. Pastors come up and saying, "That's what we need. This isn't about." your religion or, or my denomination or your race or my race this is about one body and you've spoken about that well you know honestly I mean that is what's happening the body's coming together but clearly there there is a movement I, when I was just in Florida last week I was with a group of pastors down there that were all Hispanic and they were all saying, they were uh, applauding uh, uh, another brother that was down there and saying, what is your political view? Because if it's not, if, you, if you're voting for this, abortion, all that, how can you be a Christian, right? And I've watched all those pastors, probably three, 400 pastors stand up and cheer. They're all Hispanics saying, we got to bring our churches, we got to wake them up. And one of the sisters that she's running for Senate down there, uh, she was saying that she worked for a George Soros funded 
corporations that when they were bringing the Hispanics in, they would go, oh, where are you from? They go, well, I'm from Guatemala. What party did you, uh, what party were you under? They go, well, I'm under the Green Party. They go, okay, you're a Democrat here. Then they walk under, where are you from? She said, Guatemala. What party were you affiliated with? The Blue Party. So, okay, you're a Democrat here. The Green, Blue, Purple, whatever party you were from, you, you were, were Democrat, Democrat right? And so they, they're being lied to. They don't understand, and they need men of God that will go out and educate them. And believe me, you know, we just can't stand behind four walls anymore. We got to go out and talk to people, whether it's other pastors, other denominations. It's crazy, Bianca brought in a bunch of pastors, Hispanic pastors that were Jehovah Witnesses, that were, were uh, Mormon, Pentecostals, Evangelicals, all into the same room and they said, yep, we gotta clear this up. And all those different ideologies, but they're saying, yeah, you're right. Th this is not, it, it doesn't matter what denomination I'm from, this is wrong. And we gotta bring forth biblical principles in our churches. Because bottom line, in the, in the upper room, Jesus said, they all had to be in one accord. That means they all had the same have the same mind as the person that's the head of the church. So if Jesus is the head and we're in a head, we're in one accord with him, and the pastor has a church that's divided, then he's not in one accord with Jesus because it's his job to bring it together. That's right. And, and I believe that we should bring forth when these pastors come, especially the Hispanic pastors that I'm working with, we should say, okay, this is the biblical uh, calling for us as ministers. You're against abortion. Yep. You're against gay marriage. You're against uh, uh, legalization of marijuana. Yeah. You're with Israel. And put a list and say, okay. And I know that if we ask them, 99% of them will say, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And then say, okay. I've watched it. Are you, a, are you Republican or are you Democrat? And many of them will say, I'm a Democrat. I said, then how can you be a double-minded man? You're a yeah. double-minded person. You're, you're saying one thing but doing another. You cannot be in this party if they believe this when you're saying it, you're you against it. it. Yeah. President Reagan used to say that, you know, Hispanics are Republican. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, we're going to make them find that out. Amen, sis. That's going to be our job. Well, I want to thank both of you for being on the show today. It's, it's man, time goes so fast, but uh, we're going to definitely sit down and talk about this again and do another interview. But, you know, it's time. It, it's time that we speak up because just being quiet isn't working. And I want to thank all of our viewers that are out there on the Voice of Healing Television and uh, radio networks. Uh, if you have a question that you'd like to either talk to Pastor Rudy or Sister Velma, please give us a call, give us an email. Velma, if people want to get a hold of uh, the Christian Leadership Council, how do they do that? Um, well, the easiest thing is uh, you can go to the, the website so you can see both the, the domestic and international background, of, right? Because, um, you know, international is so important, right? Yep. And um, it's... The website is www.absnetwork.info or my name, Velma Ann, V-E-L-M-A-A-N-N-E at absnetwork.info. Amen. And I'm sure they could use help, boots on the ground, and even financial help. Uh, they're set up for that. Please, we want to get in alignment with uh, what Velma's doing in the Christian Leadership Council. They, 
you know, they're, they're real hard is, they, they see the battle. I see the battle. Pastor Rudy sees the battle. We got to bring the pastors together. We, we got to get to the leadership and the leadership will get to the rest of the church and the rest of the church will get to the Democrats. So <laughs> at that point we win, we win everything, right? So we just want to thank all of you out there. Please give us a call again, email us. Uh, we want to hear from you. God bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to vohradio.com. That's vohradio.com. Call the studio at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or you can send us an email at info at vohradio.com. Again, that's info at vohradio.com. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro.